Hi, Beowulf here with Justice Matters. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. And they are here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. And that takes time. It takes effort. Angie, however, has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie and connect with and hire skilled professionals that you need to get the job done well. Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your specific area, right in your neighborhood. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and website is free to use. Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, Angie.com. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirchner. Donald Trump's employees at Mar-a-Lago have been helping federal prosecutors piece together a complete picture of what steps he took to remove classified documents from a storage room after a subpoena for them was received. Is this more evidence of obstruction? Here's Glenn. So friends, just in case there's any lingering doubt about Donald Trump's classified documents crimes, or just in case there's any lingering doubt about Donald Trump's premeditation to obstruct justice by refusing to return the classified documents he stole from the federal government when he left the White House. Let's just go ahead and lay to rest any of that lingering doubt. Here is the recent reporting from the Washington Post. Headline, Trump workers moved Mar-a-Lago boxes a day before FBI came for documents. New details, including alleged dress rehearsal for moving sensitive papers, show a focus on Donald Trump's instructions and intent. And that article begins, two of Donald Trump's employees moved boxes of papers the day before an early June visit by FBI agents and a prosecutor to the former president's Florida home to retrieve classified documents in response to a subpoena. Timing that investigators have come to view as suspicious and an indication of possible obstruction, according to people familiar with the matter. Trump and his aides also allegedly carried out a dress rehearsal for moving sensitive papers even before his office received the May 2022 subpoena, according to people familiar with the matter who spoke on condition of anonymity to describe a sensitive ongoing investigation. Prosecutors, in addition, have gathered evidence indicating that Trump at times kept classified documents in his office in a place where they were visible and sometimes showed them to others, these people said. Taken together, the new details of the classified documents investigation suggest a greater breadth and specificity 
to the instances of possible obstruction found by the FBI and Justice Department than have been previously reported. It also broadens the timeline of possible obstruction episodes that investigators are examining, a period stretching from events at Mar-a-Lago before the subpoena to the period after the FBI search there on August 8th. Now friends, I was kind of being facetious a few minutes ago when I said in case there's any lingering doubt that Donald Trump committed these crimes, there was no lingering doubt even before this recent Washington Post reporting that Trump and his criminal associates were involved in dress rehearsals and trial runs. Why? Because they wanted to make sure they could get away with their crimes. But you know how prosecutors will use this new evidence at trial? I can tell you how I would use it. And friends, you've probably heard me say before, I was a prosecutor for 30 years. All I did was try cases. I never wanted to sort of climb the bureaucratic ladder. Truth be told, I'm allergic to bureaucracy. All I ever wanted to do was try cases. I know how I would argue this newly reported evidence. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, dress rehearsals, trial runs. You heard evidence during the course of this trial that Donald Trump and his co-conspirators, his criminal associates down at Mar-a-Lago were preparing to obstruct justice, were engaged in trial runs to make sure they could hide these documents successfully from the FBI and from the federal prosecutors when they traveled to Mar-a-Lago to retrieve the documents Donald Trump had stolen, dress rehearsals and trial runs. They knew the prosecutors and the FBI agents were coming to Mar-a-Lago on a particular date in June and they had prepared for that eventuality because they had dress rehearsals and trial runs to make sure they could hide, they could conceal, they could secrete these documents so the FBI, the federal prosecutors, wouldn't get their hands on them. And now we know the very day before the FBI and the federal prosecutors went to Mar-a-Lago to retrieve the stolen documents, Donald Trump's team moved them, moved the boxes successfully concealing them from the FBI and the federal prosecutors. How do we know they successfully concealed them? Well, because a couple of months later, a judge issued a search warrant for Mar-a-Lago, concluding based on the evidence there was probable cause that Donald Trump was still possessing, in violation of a grand jury subpoena, classified documents that he had stolen from the federal government. And when the FBI went in and executed that search warrant, that is, they searched Mar-a-Lago, including Donald Trump's office proper, they found a hundred or more classified documents, including in Donald Trump's desk drawers. Dress rehearsals, trial runs, they successfully concealed those documents from the FBI and from the federal prosecutors. Friends, 
Have you ever watched a movie about a bank robbery? I know I did as a kid growing up, as a young adult. I watched plenty of bank robbery movies. What do the bank robbers always do before the day of the robbery? A dress rehearsal, a trial run, right? They get all the equipment they need, they've got that stopwatch, and they time how long it will take to get into the bank, how long it will take to crack the safe, how long it will take to load all of the money into the bags, how long it will take to outload that money to the getaway vehicle so they can flee the scene of the crime. A trial run, a dress rehearsal. Well, what Trump and his criminal associates at Mar-a-Lago did was no different from what those bank robbers in those movies we've all seen did. A trial run, a dress rehearsal. Because they wanted to succeed in the crime they were intending, they were planning, they were premeditating. And that is why the government, through the prosecutor, is asking you to vote guilty, simply to hold Donald Trump accountable for the crime he committed, for the crime the evidence proves he committed, obstructing justice. Not for any reason other than because Donald Trump decided to commit these crimes. And by voting guilty, you will simply be holding him accountable for his decision to engage in criminal conduct. And we respectfully ask you to do that. Because justice matters. You know, friends, based on the evidence, just the evidence that has been publicly reported, which I suspect is about 10%, maybe 20% of the incriminating evidence and information that exists against Donald Trump, probably 10 or 20% of the incriminating evidence that the grand jury has been presented, that the grand jurors have at their disposal when they are deciding whether to vote out indictments against Donald Trump. But even with the evidence that's only been publicly reported, these cases will try themselves. Once a prosecutor is in the well of the court, feet firmly planted in front of 12 members of the community sitting in a jury box, these cases will try themselves. The sticking point remains that these cases won't indict themselves. That takes strong, determined, justice-oriented prosecutors. And I know we have them. We have them at the Department of Justice. We have them in New York. We have them in Georgia and elsewhere. But it is time for Special Counsel Jack Smith to indict these federal charges because they won't indict themselves and because justice matters. Mm -hmm.
Coming up, will Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump free the leader of the Oath Keepers from prison? This is Justice Matters. Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I am loving the warmer weather and the sunnier skies. It makes you want to get out and move and get healthy. And you can help yourself get healthy and meet your wellness goals with no prep, no mess meals from Factormeals.com. There's a whole menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat in a well-balanced way. What's my favorite? I love the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken with spicy cilantro cauliflower rice. So flavorful and healthy, too. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash glen50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's Glen 50 at Factormeals.com slash G-L-E-N-N-5-0 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factormeals.com slash Glen 50. Go there. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. If Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis are elected in 2024... They're promising to give pardons to people who were convicted in the January 6th insurrection. How will this play out? Here's Glenn. So friends, let's combine three stories today. All three involve wrongdoers. Wrongdoers that are connected by their disrespect of the American voters, connected by their disrespect for the rule of law, and connected by their disrespect for our democracy. Those three wrongdoers are, one, head of the Oath Keepers, Elmer Stewart Rhodes, two, the leader of the insurrection, Donald Trump, and three, aspiring dictator, Ron DeSantis. Let's start with Elmer. This from CNN. Headline, Oath Keepers leader Elmer Stewart Rhodes sentenced to 18 years in prison for plot to keep Trump in power. And that article begins, Stewart Rhodes, the founder and leader of the Oath Keepers, was sentenced to 18 years in prison for leading a far-reaching plot to keep then-President Donald Trump in power after he lost the 2020 election. This sentence and others are the first handed down in over a decade for seditious conspiracy. And this from the sentencing judge, quote, What we absolutely cannot have is a group of citizens who, 
because they didn't like the outcome of an election, who didn't believe the law was followed as it should be, foment revolution. District Judge Amit Mehta said before handing down the sentence, that is what you did. Quote, I dare say, Mr. Rhodes, and I've never said this to anyone I have sentenced, you pose an ongoing threat and peril to our democracy and the fabric of this country, Judge Mehta said. So what is it that wrongdoer number two, Donald Trump, wants to do for the Elmer Stewart Rhodes of the world? Well, this from NBC News headline, Trump says he would pardon a large portion of the January 6th rioters. And that article begins, former President Donald Trump promised that if he is elected, he will pardon a large portion of the people convicted of federal offenses for their participation in the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. Quote, I am inclined to pardon many of them, Trump said at a town hall hosted by CNN. Quote, I can't say for every single one because a couple of them probably they got out of control. He added that most likely he would pardon a large portion of them and it'll be very early on in his presidency, Trump said. Donald Trump is determined to keep the insurrection going, to give aid and comfort to the insurrectionists. You know, it's like he is still telling the Proud Boys, just, just stand by. Stand by, fellas. Help is on the way. And what about wrongdoer number three, Ron DeSantis, the dictator's little sidekick, you know, the little bully who looks up to and wants to be just like the big bully. Well, Ron DeSantis is now saying, uh, me too, me too. I'll pardon the insurrectionists, just like Mr. Trump said he would. Here's the headline from the Washington Post. DeSantis says if elected president, he'd consider pardons for January 6th offenders. And here's Ron DeSantis in his own words. The DOJ and FBI have been weaponized. We see that. We see it in a variety of contexts. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to do on day one, I will have folks that will get together and look at all these cases who people are victims of weaponization or political targeting, and we will be aggressive in issuing pardons. You know, friends, on January 6th, people were victimized at the U.S. Capitol, most directly police officers, victimized by the insurrectionists. The FBI investigated the insurrectionists. Grand jurors, members of the community, indicted the insurrectionists. Federal prosecutors tried the cases involving the insurrectionists. Another group of community members, the trial jury, convicted the insurrectionists for their crimes. Judges sentenced the insurrectionists to prison, some of the judges commenting that these defendants 
pose a continued threat to our democracy. And now Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis want to just wipe all that away. Oh, and by the way, DeSantis, the aspiring dictator, says he may just go one step further and pardon the leader of the insurrection. Here's the headline from the Huffington Post. DeSantis won't rule out pardoning Trump. Friends, make no mistake about it. Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis are running on a platform of lawlessness. They're running on a platform of violence. They're running on a platform of sedition. Here's a prediction. 2024 will not end well for the Republican Party or for the Republican candidate for president. Why? Well, it may not matter to Donald Trump. It may not matter to Ron DeSantis, but to the overwhelming majority of the American people, justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.